it's wonderful how how the American people display their sportsmanship. Thank you for tuning in to the Often Daunted Podcast with me, Burke White, where we will be celebrating Indiana's long-awaited 66-60 victory over the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Let's play the song. I know it was a little quiet last time. Uh, I gave it a listen and decided to let the song go this time. Indiana got the win, exercised the demons that were the Scarlet Knights. Boom! Bum, ba, down. There you go. Hoosier fans, we got the win. We finally got over the hurdle that was the Scarlet Knight basketball program. In the final result of Indiana 66, Rutgers 60, Indiana was finally able to meet that smash mouth Rutgers team with the intensity necessary to get over the hump. Couldn't come at a better time, because this Indiana team looks hot as hell right now. Oh, and in in case this is your first time listening to the Often Daunted podcast with me, Burke White, uh, this is just a fan's perspective. I never claim to know ball. First thing about me, I don't know ball. I'm just here to uh, geek out over a Hoosier victory. Um, So let's get into it a little. Steve Peichel just has that Rutgers team. Just that, That program has an identity now, and that identity is their their strength, their uh, tenacity. He has them ready to go each opponent. I mean, it shows uh, shows for itself they're in third place now. <laughs> Wait, maybe they're not. Well, they're behind us now. And I, he, what he's done to that program speaks for itself. What that program has done to the Indiana program speaks for itself. They've owned us. Owned us game in, game out, year in, year out. I just, I choose to see this victory as Trace Jackson Davis taking this program and turning the corner with it. Not only him turning a corner. He, he did that games ago. I mean, he, he is taking each result on his shoulder. He's taking ownership of each result now. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to be geeking out most of this one. I mean, it was just, I'm so happy to finally get that monkey off our back that was the Rutgers-Scarlet Knight game. Like, if, there, if, you, if you need a sign that things are different, here it is, guys. Here it is. The Hoosiers are a different squad this year, largely because Trace Jackson Davis is a different captain. In the last matchup of us and Rutgers, I mean, they had our number. The Indiana offense wasn't hitting buckets that they were letting us take because their plan was to shut down Trace Jackson Davis, and that day it worked to a T. It worked perfectly. It gave everybody the script. That was until Trace decided he was sick of the script and decided to write his own. He's taking over the games now. It's, it's just he's inevitable. But but the, their their game plan worked in this that first one. I mean, it would have worked in this one if Miller copped and it stepped the hell up and provide all the shooting we needed to get over to get the victory. And I, I shouldn't say step the hell up because this is what he does the whole time. This is what he's always been doing for us. He lurks and waits for these opportunities. Rutgers just gave him every opportunity in this one. We'll get into him a little later. Uh, just more on Trace. I'm starting. I'm just going to go down the line as I do. Let's just talk about each of these guys' games. Let's. Th- <laughs> it was an awesome win. Let's reminisce. Yeah, while, while that, that first matchup, that defense just drained Trace's energy, just drained the Hoosiers' energy. That was then. This is now. You can't compare the Hoosiers to even a month ago. That team that took the floor at the rack, that was a beat-up squad down Jalen hood Shavino, And the Hoosiers are currently playing like world beaters. I mean, they're providing the energy of world beaters. That's half the battle. And again, I don't know ball. I speak energy here. (laughs) 
But but you just look at the team and it's just an entirely it's it's an identity shift. It's a mind mind frame shift, largely captain by our captain. Rutgers uh, discovered the playbook on how to beat the Hoosiers in their last game, and they fully intended to utilize it in this one. Only thing is, like I said, different Trace. Trace is still going to get his in this one. He ended his night 8 from 14 from the floor. I mean, a good night shooting, but for him, a poor, poor night shooting. Every shot was contested. He was triple teamed. He was double teamed. And uh, largely that collapsing defense is the reason Miller had the opportunity to just show out. I, I, I think I saw on Twitter, so don't hold this to a true fact, but I thought it said he was the first Hoosier with 2,000 points and at least 1,000 rebounds. It's just incredible. It, it, the incredible history of this program. And he's making it. He's making more history right now. If you think about that that record, that's arguably the most st- statistically complete Indiana career. The best part of all this is Trace has made that mind shift where he is uh, he is happy with his statistical career. I'm sure he appreciates it, but it isn't enough anymore. He looks like he's he's hunting hardware. That's all you want. That's all I want. He's out there. He's out there hunting hardware, and God. So nice to have that in your Hoosier captain. He was largely, I mean, he continues to bring the effort necessary that fuels this Indiana team. Got out to another huge lead in this one. Uh, just failed to keep the foot on the throat as uh, the Rucker shooting was really able to get them back into that. I think they shot above 50% behind three, which they're usually, like, I think worse in the Big Ten, like 32% from three point. Um, just crazy. Crazy shooting from them. And, uh, yeah, got it back to, I think, just like a three-point game there by half. But, really, Indiana dictated the dictated this game. I mean, you can say they shot their way back, yes. We gave them that opportunity, yes. But the Indiana defense was flying around that court. Every bucket the Scarlet Knights got looked painful. It looked hard to get. Because even in our uh, lapses of ju- du- uh, even in the lapses of ju- judgment, that a lot of the defense was making at times. I mean, uh, just not shifting over correctly, uh, over shifting. I mean, too many guys collapsing, leaving open shooters. It was done with an effort that just made the offense uneasy, and that made up for those lapses in ju- judgment. It's so crazy. It's so crazy how you really have to watch this team to understand just how much of an effort, like how much a difference in effort and just a difference in mentality that this Indiana team's taken on. You've had to have stuck with them all season. Because it's it's truly all inspiring. <laughs> These guys are playing up to the expectations that we had at the beginning of the season. It's all coming together at the most important time of the year. Now, now we had Jalen in this one. That's a huge weapon you get that you didn't have in the prior meetup with this team. Unfortunately, Jalen shot two for nine. I, he, he, it's just the streaky shooting. It's streaky shooting. Man, he needs to work through this. We need to send him all the, all the prayers, all the prayers that he can uh, overcome the shooting slump because I truly believe he can. If he wasn't getting buckets all his life, he wouldn't have gotten an offer to Indiana University. Getting buckets is in Jalen's nature. Water will find its level, as I've said on probably the last three episodes now. Jalen will be just fine. Jalen ended his night with seven points, three rebounds, three assists, and a steal. Now, that seven points, it isn't that impressive for him, but that freaking layup he had was absolutely insane. That, that, was, that was a jaw-dropping play. The kid's capable of the impossible. Now we just need to find that reliable shooting, and, and this Indiana team's going to be absolutely unstoppable. 
save for uh, maybe boxing out a little better. Now, on to the man of the hour that didn't break the 2,000 barrier. Miller Cop. Absolute Indiana workhorse. Showed off every bit of the energy he's bringing to the court. And he was he was just a driving force in that defensive just... Uh, just the suffocation that they were putting on Rutgers that time. They were just making everything look so busy out there. And you loved it. You loved it. A chaotic defense. Indiana wasn't the most disciplined defensive team today. You saw it. But it, it was just a matter of them bringing the effort necessary, the energy necessary. It looked like a bunch of wild men out there. Miller Cop ended his night with 18 points, shooting four for six from three-point range. Like, that was because his man was collapsing on Trace. I said it last episode. The people who think that Miller is a non-factor in these games where he isn't dropping 15 points a game, you're wrong. Because Miller's showing up every day. He's doing his job. His job is to hit the shots that are presented when his man collapses on Trace, which every man's usually about bound to collapse on Trace. Today, Rutgers presented him every opportunity, and he took full advantage of it. He's our, he's our uh, lurking assassin. He's the killer in the wings, man. Let him operate. Get off his back. Very loud minority. Get off his back. Race Thompson got a massive 26 minutes in this one. Yeah, I mean, you see, he's continuing to show he's striding back into playing shape. Like, what he what he brings to the court when he's healthy, when he, when we get him back full go. Him and Trace, Trace have played together, have practiced together so much that they operate at, like a hive mind at times. Their chemistry is, you can't copy it. So, I mean, I love Malik, and I mean, I love Jordan. He brings a lot of energy. Like, off, you know, always energy on this show. The Often Daunted Podcast, brought to you by Energy. Race oftentimes is able to haul in those passes that... Indiana goes for some r- risky passes at times. Uh, there were a few today where, I mean, you saw them have trouble hauling it in. They were dime balls, but it's just like, man, the success rate on that was minimal. But, I mean, we went for it, and we, we're converting the passes. We just got to have the hands to receive them. We got to be ready for it. And when Race is operating at his... At peak race, he is. Uh, he's. He always seems to have those hands ready because he knows when it's coming from Trace. Don't need to discuss it. They just know. Uh, these minutes he's getting are so invaluable for what he's going to be bringing in March. Good to see him get as many as he can, uh, get his strength back up, and get geared up for a deep run. Time to time to hunt some hardware with his boy Trey Galloway. Didn't take a single three pointer in this one, and for some reason people don't bring up his three point success rate enough. I don't know why it isn't just like the discussion of ESPN on how much it has improved since last season. It's absolutely incredible. He was the worst three-point shooter on the team last season. Now he's shooting above 50%, I believe. Incredible. His his growth is tremendous. And it, it, yeah, today he wasn't asked to do a lot. He really wasn't. Most of the ball handling responsibility came to Jalen. And Trey really just provided that defensive tenacity on that uh, backcourt. Again, just making everything look so busy, so so much traffic everywhere, even though it was just five guys. Looked like seven flying around out there. Oftentimes, not knowing where they were flying, but hey, they were going there fast and with intention. It was a great team win in that regard. A total team effort was needed to get over the Rutgers hurdle. And Mike Woodson got these guys to provide it. And a large part, it is those role players. They're going to be, I hate saying role players, I hate saying supporting cast because it belittles what these guys mean to this team. These guys are everything. We go as they go. We go as they can contribute. Malik is continuing to find ways to contribute more and more. With 14 minutes in this, he had 14 very meaningful minutes. Giving our starters any rest at all, dropped five points and hauled in five rebounds. I mean, rebounds are the hustle stat. Rebounds are the muscle stat. 
and he's showing the, he's starting to cut his teeth. He's start he's starting to show that he's got the muscle to hang with these Big Ten bigs. And there's not a better time for him to just keep snowballing this because I'm saying this about every single one of these guys, but we need it in March. We're gonna need Malik because you're bound to get in foul trouble at some point along the road. And we need somebody to subsidize those starting minutes. He was just another member in this total team effort. Mike Woodson was finally able to deliver the Indiana program. Just a Rutgers victory. We haven't asked for much, but now that we got it, we want it all. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Yes, we want more. Yes, Rutgers wins are nice, Mike. Thank you. Now, next, next feat. Thank you. Yeah, looks like we won rebounds. Um... 35-31. 35-31. Just going down the team stats a bit. We'll just compare them. Indiana outshot Rutgers 45% to 39. Three-point percentage, Indiana 41. Large part because of Miller Cop and his tremendous day shooting. Uh, we held Rutgers to 32%. There we go. Hold them back to their norm after that hot first half. Rebounds, Indiana ended up with the victory, 35-31. I mean, and yeah, they, they fouled us 17 times. We fouled 13. Indiana took full advantage of that shooting 70% as opposed to their 60%. Every every part of this was needed for this victory, and uh, each guy stepped up, played their role. I mean, great team win all around, all around. Despite losing time after time after time after time after time after time. That's six times. Indiana has snapped the streak. Trace Jackson Davis had so much baggage with this game. There has been so many of these matchups that he has lost. I don't mean to make it sound like I'm ragging on him. I just am so happy that he was able to overcome this. He absolutely needed to. He did it. He did it. Let's celebrate it. Let's wrap it up. I'm going to go ahead and uh, we're going to give the Showalter Fish of the game. This is the show Walter Fish of the game. With the show Walter Fish of the game, I am going to be giving it to Trace Jackson Davis. Of course, he got the monkey off our back. He led us. He led a team victory over the Scarlet Knights. Wait, you captain a victory over the you you captain a victory over the Scarlet Knights? Nothing more needed. I mean, show Walter Fish of the game. Trace Jackson Davis. This is his millionth one. No. <laughs> I'm making him share it with Miller. I was going to give Miller the uh, guppy. But uh, no, no, he deserves he deserves a show Walter Fish of the game. This is the first time I'm having a two-person show Walter Fish of the game. Trace, our captain for the team win. Miller for providing the offense he was asked to. Awesome. And show Walter guppy goes to a big uh, emotional moment of the game. And while there are just several to give out for the on the defensive end, uh, I'm going to go ahead and... Find a silver lining with Jalen's shooting day. And that being, I mean, what a silver lining was that layup. Highlight of the day has to be, right? Absolutely incredible how he converted that. He's a superstar. Show Walter Guppy the game goes to Jalen Hood Shafino. Right after this word from our sponsor, we'll get into a little bit of Big Ten talk. Talk about a little bit of the Michigan game. And then uh, wrap it up. The Often Daunted Podcast is brought to you by the state flower, the peony. There were a lot of, uh, there, there were some people hating on the peony uniforms. I gotta say, I think recruits eat that shit up. I say we lean into it. Um, I say we need a, a tulip tree. Ah, uh, somebody had corrected me as to what the correct, uh, state tree was. It's called something else, but, uh, commonly known as the t- tulip tree. I mean, get some yellow in there for that. 
Let's do that. Um, what else? What else? Uh, cardinal. Oh, let's 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 uh let's rock some cardinal gear. Have a little bird on there, right on the Indiana. Ooh, you guys, this stuff matters. It matters. Peonies. Let's talk some Big Ten ball. Since our last time of recording was the IU-Purdue victory, let's start there. Uh, if you can recall, that was an IU victory, 79 over Purdue, 74. It was pretty awesome. Trace Jackson Davis with the game-high 25 points. After that, we had Michigan State at Rutgers, where Rutgers beat the Spartans 61-55 to with Paul McCahey with the game-high 17. What a jerk. He tried to trip Trace on that last one where Trace lost his shoe. Go check the tape. What a scumbag. Um, the next game after that was Illinois at Iowa, same day, Saturday, all on Saturday. Iowa 81, Illinois 79, game high, Tony Perkins with 32. Maryland at Minnesota, Maryland, I mean, easily dismantling the Golden Gophers 81 to 46. Every game for the Golden Gophers, that trap, trap looks, (laughs) oh, so grateful we got that victory. The following day, we had Ohio State visiting Michigan for the game B. Yeah, the the lesser game, seventy-seven to sixty-nine. Hunter Dickinson game high twenty-six. Next game was Nebraska beating Penn State seventy-two to sixty-three. After that, we had Northwestern taking on Wisconsin, where the Wildcats beat the Badgers fifty-four to fifty-two. Boo Booey with a game high thirteen for the Wildcats, meaning they just had a complete day of team ball. God, what a Wisconsin just continuing to lower teams to their level and then losing to them. Like, if you're going to do it, at least do it like your older teams did. Bring them down to your level and beat them. Monday, there was no games. Monday, Monday. Tuesday, we had the Minnesota at Illinois game postponed. What happened there? Oh, postponed for COVID-19 in the Gophers program. Oh, my God, that's still happening. What is, what? God, come on. Oh. Well, I mean, other than that, there was us uh, just beating Rutgers, finally getting the victory. Trace Jackson Davis, game high 20, 66 to 60. We did it, folks. We finally freaking did it. Right now, at this time of recording, we got uh, Michigan State. Oh, nope, that's game, 63-58 over the Maryland Terrapins. Great day of basketball. <laughs> now, uh, let's check those standings. You guys, it's a, it's a pretty sweet picture of the standings. I mean, hey, Purdue's uh, number one, sure. But right there at number two, you got the Indiana Hoosiers. That's a nice rivalry sitting atop the Big Ten. I love. I mean, I hate the Boilermakers as much as the next guy, but I do want to see the, this rivalry take take on some heat, especially with North Carolina and Duke dropping the bag. So yeah, after the uh, eleven and two Boilermakers, there's the eight and five Indiana Hoosiers. Right above that, right below them are the eight and five Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Iowa after them, Michigan after them, Northwestern after them, Illinois after them, Michigan State after them, Mich- Maryland after them. Those guys are all tied at like 7-5, and 7-6. and six. I mean, it's everybody, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's a crazy mix right there in the uh, all fighting for those first four um, slots in the Big Ten tournament. But Indiana's in the driver's seat uh, for claiming one of them, so let's just stay here. Let's stay right here. Uh, and that starts with Michigan. Looking ahead to Michigan, yeah, it's going to be a game. 
The Wolverines are on a three-game winning streak heading into their game with Nebraska today, if you're listening to this on Wednesday. And that's that's a game the Hoosiers just cannot afford to come out flat. And, I mean, thankfully, these Hoosiers have given us reason to have confidence in what they're bringing out at tip. For that game, I am sending Jalen hood so many prayers this week. Not that he needs it, but just, I mean, it couldn't hurt. He, he, he'll find his way through this, but I'm, I'm, I'm sending divine help his way. I have full confidence in the young man, and I have full confidence that he will be fine-tuned come March. So I was listening to Hunter Dickinson's podcast on the Barstool Network with Marty Mush, and they were talking about, Marty was bringing up uh, this game with Indiana and just talking about uh, what they thought uh, if if uh, Indiana would be double-teaming them. And he goes, yeah, I mean, I assume they will. I mean, if they're the Big Ten, the, 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 he just, He's like, yeah, he basically said what surmounted to, yeah, they will most likely double-team him because he assumed so as every other Big Ten team has. And it's like, you're dogging your team to record this podcast, I mean, about college basketball. And you're just like blatantly just <laughs> disregarding Trace Jackson Davis, dude. I think I, I, I am, I'm looking forward to Coach Woodson. I mean, just letting Trace work. Just, just being like, hey, showdown, go. Because right now, I mean, Hunter Dickinson's in for a day against Trace. It's Big Ten ball. I mean, it's Big Ten ball, so Big Ten refs are bound to, I mean, start their sh- start the show, the Big Ten ref show, where they just do their thing, put on a grand old show for the home crowd. But uh, Indiana's been playing well to limit the fouls. We've been playing aggressive defense while not fouling. That's all you need. That's all you. That's what you need to compete. That's what you need to keep Trace in this game. And uh, we'll, we'll need him. We'll need Jalen sinking shots. We'll need Jalen sinking shots. Uh, Michigan, they have they have star power. They have star power. It hasn't been utilized to its full potential. But, I mean, been there, right? <laughs> they might fi- figure it out. But I mean, I I hope I hope somehow, even if these words by Hunter Dickinson weren't meant as a slight, like I hope somehow Trace can can almost psychopathically <laughs> rework it as fuel. Before we get out of here, I just want to shine a light on the women's program. Oh my God. Data two here. What Terry Moran is doing for the Indiana program is absolutely astounding. I always say absolutely. Uh, absolutely astounding. She She's making it exciting, which it may have always been. It may have always been. But the, but the steam around this program is real now. Like, it, it is palpable. With uh, number five, Iowa up next. Hopefully you guys tune in. It's going to be a showdown. It is. These girls shoot the lights out the building. And Terry Moran is a product of Purdue. We stole her. They don't even know what they got over there. She, It's wonderful to see her in the cream and crimson because she is doing miraculous things for that team. And with that, Hoosier fans, enjoy the win. We got over Rutgers. We, we, we got over it. Finally, we can close the chapter that was Rutgers' domination over Indiana because Indiana's next chapter is starting to look pretty damn awesome thank you so much for listening to the often daunted podcast where i burke white never claimed to know ball feel free to give me a subscribe i'm just having so much fun with this show yeah it seems it's, I, I feel like it's getting tighter i feel like the recording process is going a little smoother each time 
Um, but I do appreciate any and all recommendations you have for the show. If I can make it any better, if you want to just reach out, feel free to at uh, often daunted at gmail.com often daunted at gmail.com. I do post a little, just my thoughts on the game, just kind of written out before I record this, uh, in tandem with the podcast episode on my site, often daunted.com. Feel free to give me a read there. Uh, follow me on Twitter at often daunted, often daunted, often daunted, everything often daunted people. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day, Hoosier fans. Have a great Wednesday. Have a great Thursday. Have a great Friday. I will see you. Have a great Saturday. Give me a listen on Sunday as we will be recapping Indiana Hoosiers' inevitable victory over the Michigan Wolverines. Have a good one, Hoosier fans. Take it easy. Oh, hell, I'm playing it out. Let's go. Indiana just beat Rutgers. Rutgers, Indiana beat Rutgers, we beat Rutgers, take it easy.